0: Talk Live, 855-453, that is the SACL toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733, number you brought to you, brought to you by SACL CAI, it is uh, Mark with you. And JJ. As you may be able to tell at this point, Ian is out, he is uh, running off, doing some kind of activism or another, and uh, I'm sur- I'm certain we'll have freedom by the end of the show as a result. <laughs> Um, eight, five. you can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about, 855-450-3733. The website, freetalklive.com, is also available to you. You can go there and link to stories, videos, blog posts, whatever you want. Share them with people. People can vote them up, vote them down. You can do the same. It's one big sharing, voting community over there at freetalklive.com. So, <sighs> JJ. Yes, sir? I got a really But, you know, I guess I'm not surprised. I know these things happen, but I'm somewhat stunned. This story is from MyFoxDetroit.com. Westland, Michigan. This is written by Ron Savage out of uh, WJBK. She arrived home after work at uh, Westcrest, Woodcrest Apartments in Westland, but was frozen in fear when she saw her front door had been kicked in. My mom called me, said that someone had kicked in the door, said Sean Street. I actually got dressed. I drove her to her house. Uh, probably took me approximately an hour to get there. He called 911 to report his mother's break-in, then hustled from his uh, West Bloomfield home to his mom's apartment in Wayne Road in Westland. He said it took him one hour. Now, he and his mom were waiting for the police. Sean called 911 again. Said he waited one more hour. Still no police. So he made a third call to 911. Did he lose his temper? Actually, Uh, There was no profanity whatsoever. I was very polite with them. The officer actually seemed very polite. Uh, And also he told uh, me, let us handle it. Don't take matters into your own hands. He said a witness uh, claimed he saw the guys break in and that a person waited uh, for the police to arrive. He said that he talked to the witnesses upstairs. The witness wouldn't tell him exactly who it was. He just told him that it was two guys wearing black hoodies and that there was nothing they could do about it. That's what Street said. The, right. Yeah. I asked him if they would have come um, in time. Let's see if they would have come on time. The guys would have still been there. He said, "If you uh, want us to uh, want to have a uh, faster response time, contact the mayor and see if we can arrive on time and faster with uh, more. See if we can have more police officers."
1: Wow. So that that's the response for the failed attempt by uh, the, the person to get some sort of police protection.
0: Right, and this is what I want people to understand uh, from this story. You believe that you get services from the government.
1: Well, he called 911 three times, Mark. I expect that there's like... Over the course of two hours. Right, I expect that there's like three droves of police that respond to this request, and that basically it's like you can't even drive down the road. You You know how cops respond to certain situations. There's like six or seven police cars, and... You know, all kinds of lights.
0: I wouldn't propose to know how uh, things are in Detroit. Maybe you can just drive as fast as you want there because there's just not enough police. But I somehow I doubt it. Um, But, you know, I mean, this 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 poor fella. Now, there's a little more story here. So there was no arrest. Then a week later, Sean Street got a misdemeanor ticket in the mail. The ticket read malicious use of communications device misuse of 911 and that he must appear in court. The ticket says that Street repeatedly called 911, escalating uh, a police run because he was unhappy with the response time. If convicted, he faces a $500 fine and 90 days in jail.
1: Wow. Okay, so let me get this straight. This, this gentleman called 911 because there was a break-in happening at, at this location. He That's called right. three times, yeah. and there was no response from the police any of the three times. They didn't come out and and their actual response was was a period of time later later they sent him a ticket yeah you got a ticket to extract five hundred dollars from him
0: yeah that's what happened in this circumstance now i'm not sure you can draw every um draw the conclusion that this is what hap- would happen every time but it clearly says that uh, you know <laughs> you're not the pro- top priority of the department
1: wow um this is interesting. Now I'm kind of guessing this guy is is probably low on the uh, socioeconomic strata, if you will.
0: I couldn't tell you what his income is. I I could tell you he 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 had he did uh, you know create the offense of calling these people while being black. Oh well, there we go. But um, I don't know that I don't know that I would I don't know what conclusion you would necessarily draw from that. Maybe maybe it has to do with the skin color. Maybe it's just that they you know well, the neighborhood or
1: or or just. Maybe it's them. I
0: have no idea. I mean, I wouldn't be able to speak to Westland, Detroit, you know, Michigan. I don't know where that is. Um, I'm somewhere near Detroit is all I know. And I, but you know the the average person listening says to themselves, "Well, we can't do without this top-down, tyrannical state that we have because we must have its services, services like police and things like that." And I want them to understand that. These services aren't services at all. The services of coming to your house and checking on burglaries are really just a, a prelude to keeping the bureaucracy running. Sure. If it was their main priority to serve and protect, then that's what they would have done in this circumstance. They would have served and protected this woman. I mean, on the first call, if the cops would have, arri- would have arrived within you know a five-minute response time or whatever, they would have at the ve- probably caught the guys in the apartment, according to the witness. Right. But instead, they took at least three hours and then they, you know, later give the guy a ticket for calling
1: too often. And see, this is this Quit is bothering a, us. Right. This is exactly why the, uh, you know, sort of like we had the, the Plymouth State University activism happen and the idea of gun free zones.
0: And, and yes, it's, it's a very important aspect. I mean, I don't know what the gun laws are in Detroit, but I suspect that they're onerous. Right. I suspect that they uh, are not very good. And, you know, if this woman had had a gun on her, maybe she, you know, maybe things would be different. I don't know. You I know, mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think that shooting somebody in in your apartment because they're stealing some of your stuff is a good response. But, you you know, might be able to hold them there until the police come three hours later. I don't know. Or you
1: could and, at least frighten them off by telling them, hey, I've got a gun. And if you don't get out, I'm going to shoot you. It looks like they got they had plenty of time to get out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the, the cops gave them plenty of time to get out. Don't worry. Yeah. So everybody's safe.
1: The, the old saying is, um, you know, police are, are minutes away. Yeah. When, when seconds count, cops yeah. are only minutes away. Exactly. Now, in this case, it's more like hours. Yeah. In, in, hours. in fact, indefinite because they didn't actually show up. So. I don't think
0: I, I have. There's nothing in the story that states they actually showed up. But it he does seem to have had a conversation after. The um the third call, so maybe they did show up. Um, I I don't know.
1: I think this is a perfect example of uh, never take a plea type activism, where this man is charged. He's charged with something. He is, he's got a ticket that he has to pay five hundred dollars for, and so taking it to court and highlighting the uh, the absurdity of this situation, I think is is. In the best interest of pretty much everyone in Detroit, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't know if this is. Uh, I mean, is, is this a singular Detroit thing? I've heard of stories like this happening. Um they happen they've happened all over. They tend to happen happen in metropolitan areas. I don't know. I mean, is it a police union issue? Is it a color issue? Is it a um, you know, being being in a city, is it a metropolitan issue? Well, we, I wouldn't be able to say. We've had
1: past stories on the show that talk about how at least suburbs or or little parts of Detroit aren't even able from the municipality Minusip- standpoint, aren't able to pay for the electricity for the street lights. Yeah. So I can see that's how... The,
0: that's Detroit, too. Portions of Detroit. They're yes, just shutting it down.
1: They are. There's, there's no money coming in. A lot of the people who have houses in that area have been foreclosed on, so they're not paying property taxes, and obviously the money isn't getting funneled through to the, uh, the protection racket. So there's less police, I'm sure, and those police that are there, I, I, who knows how busy they are or how stretched thin or whatever. When I mean, does RoboCop come is what I want to know. I mean, it's, it's about
0: time and it's Detroit, right? Robocop yeah, supposed to show yes, up. Yes, exactly. I mean, it'd be a lot cheaper than these law enforcement officers that apparently can't show up for three hours because well, there's just not enough of them.
1: I think this is this is a good case where having maybe, as you said, shooting burglars isn't right the right answer. But an armed some populace some people are going to do it though. An armed populace will discourage a lot of this sort of behavior, sure. just in people knowing. Well, I'm not going to go to this one area because the gun laws there are so are so lax that pretty much everyone that can own a gun does.
0: Well, one thing you can be certain of is that um, things like this cause people to sort of band together in their own little gangs to protect their neighborhood and essentially they're putting they're they're incentivizing a vigilante corps
1: yep exactly
0: eight five five four five zero three seven three three have we got it all wrong here i mean you know tell me where i've I've gone off the rails eight five five four five zero three seven three three free talk live Free Talk Live, 855-453. That's the single, toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. And check out freetalklive.com. Over there, we have all kinds of different ways for you to listen. You may be listening on one of our more than 100 great radio stations out there or um, XM. We're on XM also. Uh, we've got uh, satellite options of uh, free-to-air. You've, uh, if you've got free-to-air or satellite at your house, we can we have a channel on there. There's the webcam at cam.freetalklive.com. And even listening, um, the listen lines where you can call in from a telephone and listen to Free Talk Live that way if that's what you wish to do. All kinds of ways to listen, and you can find out more about them at listen.freetalklive.com. It's Mark with you. And JJ. It's the live Thursday night edition, so feel free to give us a call at 855-450-3733. JJ, we were talking about the situation where this uh, the, this fella, I believe it's Eric, excuse me, Sean Street, his mother's house got broken into. Um, mm-hmm. He lived about an hour away, so he called the cops, um, and then he drove to his mom's house and arrived, and no one was there. So he called them again and sat around for an hour and called them again, and Then, from what I can tell in the story, finally they did show up at some point. Now, we don't know when, but at some point they, you know, let's let's say it's shortly after the two-hour time frame. Now, the uh, burglars were still in place, according to a witness, um, when he made his first phone call. So if they would have gotten there very quickly, they would have been able to sort it out. And, of course, the, uh, you know, I think that there's some psychology to this. If the cops would have been Johnny on the spot on this one, I wonder how the witness would have reacted because the witness refused to give the names of the people, or you know, did not give the names of the the people. Whereas he may have known them. Sean, Sean indicates that he that the the witness knew who these people were, but the you know the cop didn't get the information out of them. Do you think that they maybe uh, understood the cops lackadaisical attitude about the situation? Why would if you were the witness, mm-hmm. why would you put yourself in danger if the cops take two and a half hours to show up? It certainly doesn't look like they're going to catch these. People. Right. Right. I'm more likely to get a bullet in the head by telling you who the uh, who they are than not.
1: Well, I think it shows the witness that the, for one, the police don't real they don't really have an, uh, an incentive to help out. You know, they they got the call, yep. and the witness gets, uh, you know, hopefully feels like they're going to show up so they can give this information and make right this wrong that's been committed in his community. And so when the cops don't show up for the couple hours, well, clearly they don't care about it, so why should I care about it? Why should I go through and stick my neck out, go through these efforts and help them? And, and
0: it's sticking your neck out real far, yeah. too. I mean, as this witness... I mean, the witness stuck his neck out just by talking to the police, um, but... For no good reason. I mean, you know, obviously Sean Street's mom's stuff is never going to be recouped by people that took two and a half hours to get there um, when you know they had the opportunity to catch these people in the act. But, you know, if this witness gets into a situation where these people are coming after him as retribution for speaking to the police and the government in Detroit, I imagine, has disarmed this person and made it very difficult for them to arm themselves and – They know that the cops are going to take two and a half hours to show up to scrape their dead body off the floor and toss them in the back of a garbage truck and drive them off.
1: Right. They definitely don't. Why in the world would they do that? They wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. I mean, if the officer's showing up this late and he's got an attitude about, and in fact he sends this uh, this gentleman who called the the, nine one one a a ticket
0: hadn't even mentioned that yet right so, Sean Street after he's you know dealt with the situation of this terrible service from the the people of Detroit the, the the police of Detroit then gets a ticket in the mail for hassling them right. for making 3 telephone calls to 911 over the course of of, of 2 hours trying to uh, to get some service now let's say he's exaggerated and it was an hour and a half 15 minutes it's still crazy. Yeah, I mean, what you pay your taxes and pay your taxes and pay your taxes for that minute, that that moment in time that you're going to need the police inside of a decade.
1: Right, exactly. And not only that, but if, if you look at the you know the free market response to these sorts of things is is an incentive structure that rewards people that do certain you know certain deeds that that the I guess the business thereof. Would be happy that they did, like let 's say if uh, the officer showed up within five minutes of a phone call, he gets you know a ten dollar bonus on his paycheck or whatever a twenty dollar bonus you know what i 'm saying those sorts of things where the free market has done with sales and has done with with marketing and all sorts of uh, commission based um, jobs out there. If they can do the same thing with uh, this protection racket, mm-hmm. but, of course, the state doesn't have an incentive to follow that sort of structure.
0: Well, the average person, I, I wouldn't be able to say, but I, I would suspect that the um, that the average person, as far as protection goes, what they paid to police, if they would ta- be able to take that same amount of money and pay it to a security company, they would probably get better service for their money. Sure. Um, what people's concern tends to be is, well, what about the criminals? Uh, you know, we have to have somebody go out there and sweep up the criminals. It's not protecting people against the criminals, but actually going out and getting them. And I, I couldn't say how entirely that would work, but I, I suspect strongly people would want that, that there would be a demand in the marketplace, and um, that people would then res- that, that there would be a response to that. The problem is, is if you try to provide
1: uh, I well, mean, look, this
0: guy got a ticket for making three telephone yeah. calls to 911. He was it's, attempting it's to protect his mother.
1: But you're you're a voluntary fighter, fire, uh, firefighter, and uh, so do you, do they charge someone when they go out? No. There are some fire departments some some that, that charge. I think that's a much better model.
0: Like, I see value in it. Let's go to Eric in Florida. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind?
2: Hi. Well, I talked to you guys the other day from uh, Louisiana. Okay. And so we're on our way to the Free State Project, moved, moving to Keene, Oh, excellent! Hampshire. And uh, we just had a really terrible night last night. Um, oh. We bought this RV in, in San Francisco. Okay. And I guess it has the same the same plates from the original uh, the original plates. Was in the car like twenty five years ago.
0: Okay. In California is faded out. All right. So you can't read the
2: you can read the tags are good. You can read the, um, you know, you can read the numbers, but you can't read California. So we were on Highway uh, 75 coming through Gainesville, and I was going 65 in a 70 behind a truck, you know, at night, Okay. I had to keep my family safe, and a cop pulls me over. Okay, and he says license and registration. I give him, I give him that. He said, "Can you step out of the car, please?" I was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> What's this all about? He's like, "I can't read your." The, the California, I can't read, I couldn't read the state on your license plate. That's why I'm pulling you over. So I get out and I'm standing in the back of the car and I next to this police car. And I say, you know, this really strange reason to pull somebody over, especially on a dangerous highway like this at night. And you're, you're putting my family in danger because of this minor traffic offense. And, uh,
0: himself too. So, right, right.
2: Yeah. 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 So, um, he says, uh, where are you going? I said Disney World, and I saw canine on his bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought right there, oh, they're looking for drugs and money, right?
0: They often do and, with uh, RVs. That's for sure. Eric, uh, I want to hear yeah, the rest of this. Okay. If you'll just hold the line here. Okay. Sure. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Call in. Talk about what you want to talk about, this uh, situation with the guy who's calling uh, 911 and getting a ticket for it in in Detroit, or uh, your experiences getting pulled over by the police, 855-450-3733, Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL toll-free call-in line here on the live Thursday night edition of Free Talk Live with Mark. And JJ. 855-450-3733. The state loans owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you'd need a boat. Not just any boat. A life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food... It has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you could be free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. You can be involved in this project, this amazing idea for as little as $1,000, and actually 900 of it's put in escrow. So um, it's, it's not even at risk until they, they actually get things rolling and producing these um, and the uh, commitment of as few as eight months. Go find out more about uh, this project of uh, to create life yachts at EricksonCouncil.com. dot com. Again, it's EricksonCouncil.com. dot com eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Let's go back to Eric in Florida. Eric, you were driving a an older RV in Florida heading off to, to Disney World with the, with the family. And the plates from the RV were somewhat faded, and the, the, so the word California was, uh, was, was bleached out by the sun, and the police pulled you over on the side of the interstate. Can you go ahead? Yes,
2: yes. And so, like I said, he, um, he took me out of the car, and then, and then he asked me, where are you going? I said Disney World with my family. Who's in the car, my wife and my 22-month-old baby daughter. And I said, you know, I, it's really strange you pull me over just for a minor infraction on this dangerous highway and uh, putting my family at risk here. And he said, uh, hold on here for a minute. And then he went and proceeded to go knock on the, the RV door. And I said, excuse me, officer, but, you know, I, I'm not giving you have probable cause to talk to my wife or my daughter. You know, this is a house on wheel. Um, you should be only talking with me. And I know this because my mom worked for the police for 30 years. And my uh, uncle's a judge in California, and he, he disregarded anything I said. He continued. He opened, she, my wife opened the door, and he asked her the same questions. Where are you going? How long are you going to be there? And she told him the same thing. Then he proceeded to remove them from the car, brought them back, stand by me, and then another car showed up. Another a canine unit. Another so this canine. is clearly
0: a fishing expedition for them to, yeah. uh, to sniff around the vehicle and yeah. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I saw the dog walking past me. I said,
2: "Hey, officer, that's uh I, I'm not giving you. Pro- you have no probable cause to search my car. He said, "I don't need probable cause. Now, I don't know what the laws are on in California, but it's different here. We have state and federal laws that allow us to, to search your car."
0: Well, they they can and- they can t- they can run a dog around, and if the dog alerts, then they've got you. So essentially, what he was doing was stalling because he can't hold you on the side of the road without, um, you know, for. Too long, essentially. Um, you know, I mean, he can give you, hold you long enough to, to conduct his business, but he can't just hold you there. So if it takes two hours for the canine unit to come, then he's out oh, of luck. They, but since it came relatively quickly, they can run a canine unit around the uh, the vehicle. But you could oh, have demanded your ticket. Ad- this, was,
2: this was three minutes. You know, this was sure. one minute. I was stopped. A second minute, the, co- the second canine unit showed up, and uh, another minute, a sheriff's deputy showed up. This big guy and said. Uh, we're being respectful to you. Why do not you being respectful to me? And he's got his hand on his hips and he's towering over me. Mm -hmm. I said, you're not being respectful for me because I'm telling you, you don't have probable cause to search my car for such a minor thing. I said, you didn't smell marijuana. You didn't see a weapon in the car. There's no alcohol in my breath. And they just disregarded. And so he said, "Um, what I want you to do, do you have any drugs? No. Any weapons in the car? No. Any large amounts of cash in the car? No. And I, he said, Is there anything in there that we're gonna find that's gonna be illegal? And I said, Well, the only thing I could think of is the you know, I've I've lived in Ukraine for the last seven years. I come back here I'm buying gas at Chevron and they've got this fake marijuana sitting there, you know? Uh-huh. Oh there's that stuff they've always been talking about. Now they're selling it at Chevron. You know, so I said, What's the most popular one? I bought it and I smoked it. It was you know it was relatively uh, similar to marijuana. I was surprised about that. And uh, he said, well, that's illegal. I said, but I bought it in uh, Panama City yesterday or two days ago. He said, but it's illegal. (laughs) I said, then why are you cops going after the small guys like us when you should be going after Chevron, the dealer?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee it is illegal. He just, you know,
1: he might not even even know what the laws are pertaining to anything. He's just probably pushing you around because he can.
2: Yes. Marijuana cures cancer, and
0: that's why it's illegal. So the answer, the, think, the answer to this is um, when he asks you if you have anything that might be illegal, is are you asking me to incriminate myself? Really, that's a good, that's a good. Thing you know, remember. I mean, if you if you want to ask me any more questions, you can direct them through my attorney. Can I? Mm-hmm. Am I free to go?
1: Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. Is once you start giving him answers, he's going to keep asking questions. Sure. And and then once yeah, he's sorry. got you answering questions, he'll keep asking right down the line of questions to that sort of type of uh, question.
0: Yeah, you were outraged, as rightly so, oh, he at, was... and he had you on the defensive. Yeah, it
2: was very intimidating, and sure. I was, all I could do is think about the big trucks rolling by. Yeah. And my family right there, you know? Like, the, I every, get time, as fast
0: as every time one I of them uh, goes by, the whole RV rocks, you know, you get yeah, this big yeah. face full of dust. Uh, I uh-huh. mean, you just want to get off the side of the road, sure.
2: So I said, you know, you guys are going to do whatever you want to do anyway. So what do you want me to do? And he said, well, I want you to sit in our police car while we search your car. I said, but you have no probable cause. And the same thing over and over. And I said, okay, but your car over there is really close to the highway. I don't want to sit in that. Can I sit in this car? He said, well, the dog's in that car. I don't think you want to sit in that car. I said, you're not going to have the dog search inside the car? (laughs) And he said, well, the dog said it's a positive. But. So we're going to
0: check it ourselves. So the dog alerted so in the vehicle?
2: Yeah. So, so they, um, so they, he said, I'll, what I'll do for you is I'll, for your sake, I'll move you, I'll, I'll move my car over farther uh, on the shoulder away from the road. And I'm just like, whatever. Okay. I just want to get out of here. So he puts me, my wife and my baby in the car. And the first thing I look over to Sophie and I said, well, you've only been in America for a month. And you're already in the back of a police car. And that's exactly why I'm moving to the Free State Project, because of all the, you know, my whole life I've seen this. You know, most of the last 22 years I've lived in Europe where there's really no problem with the police. If you just, you know, if you don't bother anybody, there's no problem.
0: Yeah. As a lot of Americans don't get that. I mean, they, they they hear what they hear about Europe over there, but they don't understand that the police in Europe are near are not nearly as intrusive as they are here in the mm-hmm. United States. They're not as mm-hmm. cons- concerned with things like drugs or that kind of thing. I mean, there's there, there are fewer than a tenth of the people in prison over in Europe than there are over here. And it's not because they have this rash of burglaries. It's not because they've yeah. got knifings all over the place. Europe tends to be safer than the United United States, but uh, you know, I mean, it's fifty percent of
2: use non uh, nonviolent drug offenders here in America. That's why there's still You know, prisons are filled with right? And the, the other and,
0: and another good large percentage are violent drug users who would not otherwise be violent. By violent, I mean they have uh, uh-huh. maybe may possession of a firearm while they have these drugs and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. um So I mean, that doesn't. They call that violent. I mean, you haven't. You don't have to have actually used the weapon for it to be violent.
2: Got in the car. As I whispered to my wife, "Don't say anything. You know, really bad, it's incriminating, because they're probably recording this. You know." And so, fifteen or twenty minutes, we're sitting in that car, and they're going through the whole thing. And uh, they finally come out and they say, um, "Okay, we didn't find anything, and we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna bust you for the spice, even though it is a felony." They said,
4: mm-hmm.
2: "And uh, when we're not worried about that." And uh, we're just going to give you a warning, and so the uh, they left the well, the deputy sheriff left, and it was just me and the the two K nine guys, two cops, right? And so he said, "Here's the warning, and what you should do is, I think you should um, get a new license plate, you know, so it's readable for
0: us." You right. Know? Then they'll said, have to well, find some uh, other reason to pull you over. Eric, thanks for the call. Um, I hope to see you up here soon. You can give us a call at 855-450-3733. It's Free Talk Live,
5: 855-450-3733. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the Internet.
0: Talk Live 855 453. It's a SACL toll free call in line 855 450 3733. It's Mark with you. And JJ. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. The phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. They do collections. They do early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They, they do their uh, business in a way that maybe you wouldn't expect from a collections company, which is that they treat your customers with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. It's Sacle CAI. They they provide solutions to your vexing tasks of uh, collections. It's uh, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, they've been a sponsor of Free Talk Live for a very very long time. We thank them for it. Sakel CAI. So, JJ, here's another from the news of the weird. um, And by weird, I mean the government and its weird actions all the time. This is from myfoxtampabay.com, written by Doug Smith. He works over Fox 13 over there. Largo, is it a crime to wish bad karma on someone? Pinellas County Teenager says she was suspended from school and charged with a crime just for posting a karma comment on her Facebook page. Ali Scott is a junior at Osceola High School. the sixteen year old says it all started in school in the school parking lot last month when she parked her brother's car in another girl's spot now i I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, we didn't have spots no, I didn't either so I don't know if this is uh the kind of thing where someone claims it's their spot and it's not. I don't know. She was asked to move it, and when she did at the end of the um at the end of the day, the car had been scratched up with a key okay. Without naming who she thought did it, she posted the comment on her Facebook page. Oh, so you keyed my car. Your karma is going to be a whole lot worse than that. She wound up in the office and her mom was called. I started crying immediately. I didn't know what to say. I've never been in trouble before, Allie said. Her mother drove to school and also went to the office to meet with his administrators. I had no idea she was what she was in trouble for and the severity of it until we got to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, said Paula Scott. Allie was charged with stalking by the sheriff's office. She has a court hearing next week. Cecilia Barreda, a uh, spokeswoman for the Pinellas uh, County Sheriff's Office, who I assume sleeps very well at night, said the agency cannot comment on the case because it is an open investigation and she is a juvenile. We can do whatever we want. We don't have to tell you because... The woman in question is a juvenile.
1: That's right. So the, the and fact they wouldn't anyway because it's open to case. Right. It's their their blanket statement. Of course, we can't tell you anything because we don't know exactly what we need to say. To right. get rid of this problem.
0: Right. And uh, we will <laughs> – we, we, three years from now when this case is closed, then you can ask us for a comment. I mean this is customer service, right? These people work for you and me, supposedly. That's what, that's what the claim is sure. all the time. This is the kind of customer service this organization provides. They charge a 16-year-old with stalking for writing – I mean wh- what makes – oh, so you keyed my car? Your karma is going to be a whole lot worse than that to no one in particular? On her Facebook page, right? It's crazy.
1: That's not even like you're threatening someone. It's it, I don't see how they could even construe that as a threat.
0: Well, they have her in custody, so they might as well charge her because they're going to they charge her some her,
1: money. So what they charge her f- with? Stalking. Stalking. So they charged her to stalking, but who is she stalking? What does the difference does it make? Well, no, I think it, it I think there is a difference. You have to be stalking someone. You can't just be stalking. But more than 99% of people,
0: okay, fewer than 1% of people that get charged with something make it to court. That means that she's likely to settle. That's right. she'll, uh, She'll take a plea bargain and they'll get some amount of money out of her, either from probationary fees or fines or whatever. So why in the world would they bother doing anything else? Of course. I suppose. They've got her, charge her. High-profile criminal attorney John uh, Trevenia has uh, said that his, he's seen his sh- share of strange cases and even finds this one almost too bizarre to believe. Now, when you hire this guy, likely, okay. you're going to spend more on him than you are on the f- fees that go to the government. I mean, it's this catch-22 that they've got you. Once they get their laser beam set on you, you are screwed.
1: Well, that I, I think that you're you're right to a large extent. There's a lot going on, and not everybody is is capable of taking a case before the, a judge or jury by themselves. But we've certainly seen that happen here a lot in Keene, where individuals have been able to mount their own legal defense. Not that doesn't mean they've always been successful, obviously. But I think if more individuals were to take their their cases to court, like we've talked about, oh, Eric yeah. and and his uh, situation, or the, I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, the guy before Eric. Uh, the guy with a ticket for calling 911 three times. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a lot of these are Street. so absurd that they're going to be dropped before the trial even happens in most cases. And that's one of the reasons
0: that we advertise jurisdictionary at jurisdictionary.com on the show is to give you some ability because a lot of these cases are just such a deck of cards, uh, such a house of cards that they'll just fall over with the slightest resistance from um, individuals. But most people don't resist. They don't resist at all. And that's what happened likely with this girl. Now, my
1: question is, you said she posted this during school.
0: And then I, I don't know that she posted no I think she posted it after she got home she got she found her car after school went home and posted on okay. facebook Okay she
1: posted on facebook at, at home and then the next day she was uh brought into the office Yes So like the first period or whatever the first you know class she went to Yeah that's that's impressive how quickly they they came around. She must have because well,
0: somebody saw it, um likely the person who keyed her car. <laughs> Let's go look at her Facebook page. Right. <laughs> we really got her. Oh, that hoe, she she said that she's going to get us. Let's report her to the school. Wow. And so they, you know, I mean, the person who keys her car gets another one in with the help of the state. Yes. The organization that was put in place yes. to protect the innocent. Yes. Supposedly. I mean, that's the idea. That's the bull crap that we're fed. Is the same organization that these people then use, that this, this perpetrator, likely, we don't know, the perpetrator then uses against the victim. Yeah. Victimized twice. Victimized three times because the mother has to pay for this bull crap. The mother has to pay for the pensions yep. for these parasites calling themselves law enforcement officers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this if this, this situation is myfoxtampabay.com is to be believed— and I don't know, I don't, I'm not privy to all the information, but I do know that we have a police state in this country. We have ten times as many people in prison as like the next country yep. in, uh, along the way, and that's not because of good police work.
1: I recently saw a, a new, do- I don't know how new the documentary is, but I saw this documentary, A War on Kids, basically. It's a school, anti-school documentary, and it highlights a lot of the different aspects. And one of the aspects they talked about, which probably relates to this, is the zero tolerance policy where schools have these policies in place where you do something to violate, uh, whether it's something you say to someone, something you do, uh, having possession of something, and there's zero tolerance, which means the police get involved right away. There is no sort of talking to an individual one-on-one and and just trying to work things out anymore. Now the policy is someone violates any of these codes, and the police are involved instantly. The state is involved.
0: We've seen situations with kids uh, writing uh, fiction getting in trouble for writing zombie fiction about uh, using, um, you know, their school as a backdrop, someplace right. that they're familiar with. We've seen kids with steak knives, uh, kids with, uh, you know, one and a half inch blade pocket knives uh, in their car. Yes. Uh, Eagle Scouts with one and a half inch blade pocket knives in their car.
1: I've seen uh, uh, they displayed a, a couple toy guns. Of, yes. A toy gun the size of an inch and a half yeah. long. For a, kid a Lego drew, character. A kid drew a picture of a gun. Yeah.
0: And that, that's all it took. I mean, this is the insanity that is the uh, the public school system, and coupled with the arresting. I mean, at this point, f- school officials aren't using disciplinary measures anymore. I don't know if they're too scared or they found a better system or what. I don't. I don't know anything. I think outsourcing I the
1: violence to the police has been basically the the policy of most school districts. In that case, it it insulates the the, uh, administrators and the teachers from any sort of liability with disciplinary action.
0: And I I don't understand. I do not understand. I just don't understand why the police wouldn't use. You know, if if you're going, if if you feel that this girl uh, who you know said that karma will get you, Allie, is a bad, is the perpetrator in this. Which I don't understand how you could interpret it that way. But if if that's the case, then. Why wouldn't you just try to scare her a little bit instead of charging her with something?
1: Maybe you know here's the here's the policy BS is when the school calls the police for some infraction of their zero tolerance policy, I imagine it's the police's policy to file a charge. We have to you know it's sort of now now the, the uh the tyranny and the and the sort of police state has become so ingrained that it's like, well, I'm sorry, we pushed the button, and the yeah. procedure has to happen right.
0: now. And once the button is pushed, it seems in a lot of cases that the machine just runs you through the mill, yep. grrr, grinds you up and spits you out, and whatever happens, happens. And the people everywhere along the way are just doing their jobs. Just doing my job. Just doing following orders. And Right. Just like that. Nobody has any responsibility. Oh, I, I didn't gas them. I didn't gas the Jews it wasn't me. Right. It's uh, you know and I mean I know that that's hyperbole but it's it's not inaccurate. 855-450-3733 am I off track please? Take me to school on this one. 855-450-3
5: BigHeadPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com.
0: that's the SACL toll-free call in line here on the live Thursday night edition of Free Talk Live. Kicking off the second hour with Mark and J.J. Call in at eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Hijack the airwaves. Talk about what you want to talk about. Till then, JJ, you got a story about uh,
1: voting machines that's, being hacked. That's I mean, it's it, the time of year. Exactly. That's kind of why the story is relevant. Uh, the story is actually a, it's a little old, but uh, it's from Truthout dot org, and it talks: Pac Man hacked onto a touch screen voting machine without breaking tamper evidence seals. Yeah. I really wonder about these, uh, the voting machines. Uh, you know, How much of this is just them giving you something to talk about? Sequoia's voting machines, used in some 20% of U.S. elections, employ intellectual property still owned by a Venezuelan firm tied to Hugo Chavez. Sequoia itself is now owned by a Canadian firm called Dominion, though Dominion, like Sequoia itself before them, lied about the continuing Venezuelan-Chavez ties in their recent announcement of the acquisition. I
0: don't know that that uh, matters that much to me, particularly where it comes from, but yeah, go ahead. The Pac Man
1: hack onto the Sequoia Dominion voting machine was revealed this week. This is from uh, 2010. It was accomplished without breaking any of the tamper evidence seals that the voting machine companies and election officials claim are used to ensure nobody can physically hack into them without being discovered. We received the machine. Quote, we received the machine. With the proper tamper evidence seals intact, the hackers from Princeton and University of Michigan report, the software can be replaced without breaking any of these seals simply by removing screws and opening the case. Really? Like, yeah, they have a video of how they do it. Okay. The, this particular Sequoia DRE, direct recording electronic voting machine model, is known as the AVC Edge. It is used to it is used to be described on the Sequoia website and promotional materials as tamper-proof. It has been hacked previously and failed time and again in recent elections, even though election officials continue to force voters to use them.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't force. I mean, you don't have to use it. You just wouldn't otherwise be able to vote. Well,
1: you vote or you don't. Yeah, right? exactly. I, guess. I mean,
0: it's it's this it's crazy. You know, this the the whole foundation of the, the
1: system in the United States is the ability to vote. Because you really—that's I mean, yeah—they they all say anybody you talk to that's in a bureaucracy, they say, "Well, you don't like it? Vote, change the laws, go through the channels that you have to go through, and these police and these policies that they uh, arrest people for the, the even minorest of infractions—it's just ludicrous." Uh, go through we the know system
0: that every, just about every vote out there, in some way or another, is wrong because humans make. Mistakes, at the very least. We saw here in New Hampshire, uh, the last go around 2008, that, uh, you know, th- there was a video of people violating the law, the the people, the the voting officials violating the law, right. breaking the law and how they're handling the votes. Now, that doesn't mean that every vote wasn't correct, although I think we can reasonably say that there was probably one vote that was miscounted, sure. at which point you're talking about a corrupt election. Yeah. And then when you add in these kind of these voting machines, the suggestion is is that they'll be they'll make fewer mistakes. But you know, when somebody can hack these things and put Pac Man on one of these voting machines without breaking its seal, sure, I think that that draws into question the voting machines. I, I mean, the whole voting process is an extraordinarily flawed thing. Joseph Stalin is quoted as saying, "It's not uh, who votes that count, but who counts the votes," and. You know, it absolutely is.
1: The story goes on. For example, the AVC Edge miscounted votes in New Jersey in 2008, the same election during which the systems also failed to even boot up when polls opened at a Hoboken precinct, Mm, forcing voters, including the state's then-governor, John Korsine, to wait some 45 minutes before they could cast a vote at all. Whether those votes votes were recorded accurately as per the voters' intent once the machines finally booted up is scientifically impossible to know. Use of any touchscreen voting machine is the equivalent of a 100% faith-based election. Yeah. No votes cast yeah. during an election, none, can be verified as having been accurately recorded on such systems ever. J. Alex Halderman and... That
0: really, that that's, that that's that says it all right there, that voting on machines is faith-based.
1: Yes, exactly, which... And- Lends to my credence that government is a religion
0: <laughs> indeed, and I understand why people choose not to vote when they you know when things like when, when they read news items like this. you know why in the world would you bother going to the polls and spending you know half hour forty five minutes an hour of your time to vote when this is going to be the result.
1: Yeah. Faith-based. Well, not only do you have not only do you have to have faith in the person you're voting for. Not only do you have to place that sort of belief into that sure. the fact that this person is going to do right by you as according to what you define as right, but also now you have to have faith that your vote is even going to get counted right for the person that you have faith in voting for. So it's it's just uh I don't. It's just a joke at this point. J. Alex Halderman and and Ariel J. Feldman, the academic computer science and security experts who hacked the Sequoia machine, this time with Pac-Man, reported that in 2008, the AVC Edge was used in 161 jurisdictions with almost 9 million registered voters, including large parts of Louisiana, Missouri, Nevada, and Virginia. I wonder how
0: many times, though. I mean, they're saying there was 9 million registered voters, but how many times was it used, thereby multiplying that 9 million um, number and throwing how many votes into question?
1: Exactly. Well, it depends on how many elections each of these different precincts Absolutely. and jurisdictions had.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there's no way to know that information, but it, uh, you know,
1: it runs that 9 million number up by a, a huge multiple. In 2006, Hollerman and Feldman previously hacked a touchscreen voting machine made by Diebold Election Systems Incorporated. And became, that's the other one. That's the, that's the really big one. Exactly. Which became Premier Election Solutions, which, has, which was also then purchased by Dominion, just like Sequoia. So now Sequoia, I mean, Dominion owns Sequoia and, and Diebold. Diebold. They hacked Diebold Premier System with a virus that was able to pass itself from one machine to the next and flip the results of the entire election with oh, little chance of detection. The hack was demonstrated, among other places, live on Fox News Authority shortly after it was announced. Yep. Short of adding tamper-proof, tamper-evident seals to these machines, the same seals that went undisturbed when Pac-Man was hacked onto the Sequoia AVC Edge machine, very little has changed since 2006, and most of the same hackable and often 100% unverifiable electronic voting systems are still in use today, both in primary elections this year, such as right now, and. As in uh, normal elections in November.
0: Yeah, you know, and when you're talking about so much being on the line... I mean, look, think about it for a second. Barack Obama has raised, I think, a billion dollars for his reelection campaign. Um, you, you look at the millions and t- tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars that have been raised for if you count the super PAC money and all that stuff for the for the Republicans out there. When you're talking about that kind of jack being put into the, the, the scenario, you know that these are this is a valuable situation. Nobody is trying to be elected president of the United States except for Ron Paul, perhaps, because they want to be a public servant, because they want to do right by people. They want to do it for the power. They want to grasp the ring of power, uh, just like uh, the the movie The The Lord of the Rings. That's right. All this power is in that ring.
1: Just give it to me. I, I could I could I can handle it. I can do the right thing. And of course time after time turns the, them in the golem. Yeah. So time <laughs> after time they do the wrong thing and they pass NDAA and take away your right to habeas corpus.
0: And the suggestion that you know somehow nobody's gonna mess with these machines. Oh, they'll just leave them alone. I mean when they when you know when it's been shown on Fox T V, when it's been shown here with the the hacking of these machines without breaking the tamper tape that They could could steal these elections, steal the American
1: public blind. Yep. Well, if they're spending millions upon millions of dollars on advertisements, is it conceivable that they'd spend perhaps a percentage of that on hacking? Right. I mean,
0: there's somebody within the sound of my voice right now who's listening who would say, sure, I'll take $10,000 to throw that election for you. Sure, yeah. I mean, somebody would do it. and. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's, it, I, I, the fact I, that it can be done is the crime, not that the fact that somebody would do it.
1: And the, the idea that, that voting changes everything, that voting has such power, nowadays, right. I think that idea is deflated. I think it's, it's minimalized to simply, I feel like I did something. It's more of a placebo effect nowadays.
0: It's all faith. It's, uh, I mean, you know, that, that's what it's all based on. The, uh, Americans will fall back to this voting position. Well, we have to vote. And if you don't vote, you can't complain. Uh, you know, the system's based on the, the legitimacy. It's the legitimacy of the system is based on the voting. And now the voting is broken. It's illegitimate. 855 450 3733. When will the Republic fall? Give your predictions. 855 450 free. Give us a call on the uh, SACL toll-free call in line here on the, the live Thursday night edition of Free Talk Live with Mark and J.J. 855-450-3733. 855-450-3733. If you've been listening to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you've heard about the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin is a uh, a, a digital currency. It is, uh, you know, I mean, you can get them in real form, but it was designed to be a digital currency online. It is a, a mathematic equation that is apparently unbreakable at least uh so they claim <laughs> it's anonymous and it is not controlled by any government or corporation it's not inflatable and it's a it could very well be a revolutionary idea that could change the world one of the the real uh rings of power one of the real ways that the government controls us is through the monetary uh policies and the and the currencies that they create so if you want to find out more about Bitcoin, go to WeUseCoins.org. It's WeUseCoins.org. But if you want to get some, go to crypto Exchange. It's the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your Bitcoins. They've got uh, customer service right there. All you have to do is click the live support link at the top of the page. I got some Bitcoins through them, quite a few of them, uh, a couple weeks ago. And I recommend them. It's uh, Crypto Exchange. You can see their banner at Bitcoin.FreeTalkLive.com. It's Bitcoin.FreeTalkLive.com. JJ, you've got a uh, story about them arresting some more reporters. We were just talking about how the United St- Adla- yesterday's show how the United States has slipped down the rankings of uh, um, uh, of the world's press freedom, Certainly. sliding behind uh, the likes of Botswana and um, I, I can't remember some of the other uh, you know countries. Basically, it's shameful. Me.
1: It's it's shameful.
0: It's shameful. It really is.
1: Well, I've got this story from Huff- HuffingtonPost.com. dot Gasland journalists arrested at hearing by order of House Republicans. In a stunning break with First Amendment policy, House Republicans directed Capitol Hill police to detain a highly regarded documentary crew that was attempting to film a Wednesday hearing on a controversial natural gas procurement practice. Initial reports from sources suggested that an ABC News camera was also prevented from taping the hearing. ABC has since denied that they sent a crew to the hearing. Josh Fox, director of the Academy Award-nominated documentary Gasland, was taken into custody by Capitol Hill Police this morning, along with his crew, after Republicans objected to their presence, according to Democratic sources present at the hearing.
0: Before you go on, I—if if there is one place in a free country, you know, I'm using the term extraordinarily loosely, if there's one place that you should be able to film, it is in the, the people's wing of the legislative body sure i mean
1: the house of republic uh,
0: house right the 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 house of representatives supposedly this is the people's house and uh you know it seemed to me now i suppose you could make some kind of uh claims as far as military stuff and that kind of thing um i frankly think that uh, the reason that they need to make so many claims about secrecy about the military is because it's way too intrusive and way too large but you know, let that uh, let that stand. This is about a, a what, a pipeline?
1: This is no, it's a it's a gas proc- procurement practice. The story we'll 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 talk about later about it talks about fracking and, okay. and using that. So message. this is about fracking. Yes.
0: Um and they don't want to let cameras in. They don't yep. want to let the press in. In a country where freedom of uh, the press is ensconced in the first they didn't leave it for the eighth or ninth amendments. The first amendment to the Bill of Rights
1: they are not allowing it's the, the first of the press. right it's the first amendment it's like the it's like saying the first thing we want to do is be open and transparent about what the government does yeah. I mean that's that's right off the bat, and we want to have people, you know, assemble and have their religions and all that sort Before of stuff.
0: Before we go forward with this new country, right. we want to assure everybody: look, you're going to have freedom of speech; you're going to be able to say whatever you want to say, even though it's unpopular. You're going to be able to have whatever religion you want to have, even if it's unpopular. We're going to be able to have a press that's going to hold the government accountable. You're going to be able to assemble and uh, petition for a redress of grievances against the government if the government gets out of hand. We know what it's we all know what it's sure. like to have a bad government. We want to lay these five things out in the very first amendment. And somehow or another, we don't have any of them anymore.
1: Uh, I'm going to skip ahead here in the story I don't know if we ever bit. had them.
0: I, can't, I, I wouldn't be able to claim.
1: Fox had hoped to film Wednesday's hearing for a follow-up to Gasland. Fox told HuffPost later... Wednesday evening. Now, Fox isn't the channel. Fox is the name. Fox. Of uh, yeah, the, the guy's name is Joe Fox. Just say Joe Fox whenever they uh, Josh Fox, Fox. Jo- I'm sorry. Say
0: Josh Fox whenever they Okay, write, they fair
1: Fox. enough. Josh Fox uh, had hoped to, uh, to film this. He said, quote, we did get his uh, talking. He talked to the, um, the, the chairman of this, this hearing, okay, and he sent, him, he sent his staff a message. He said, quote, we did get his staff on the phone. They never returned our call. Referring to staffers for Chairman Harris. This is not transparency. This is lockout, and it's bad. It's the People's House, after all. We went, th- we went through the proper channels to arrange to tape this hearing. We have taped congressional hearings before, and we've been turned down before. But I disagree with this policy. Anyone who says they're a journalist is a journalist. It's called the First Amendment. It's the freedom of the press. It's fundamental to our core identity as the United States of America. Hearings. That's yeah, you know, I
0: don't really care whether they got per- permission ahead of time from whatever sure. the committee uh, chiefs. Uh, Bureaucrats, I, I don't care about that. As far as I'm concerned, if this doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, military secrets, and frankly, that doesn't bother me either, but I mean, I understand, I, I, I have some understanding of why they wouldn't allow, uh, you know, that to be open. But if this doesn't have to do with that, it should be open to the public. Now, if you're running around with your cameras blocking people's view or you're, you, you know, you're, You're skipping around and jogging around with your camera to the point that you're distracting. Sure. Okay, that's fine, too. But if you've set up a camera and you're manning, you know, woe manning or manning that camera in one place, then I don't see any problem. I see no problem. I do actually, I do see a problem. I see a problem that these legislators weren't arrested and taken to jail. Sure. That's what I see the problem for.
1: The story goes on. Hearings are open to the public and any citizen can attend. Regulations only govern the use of cameras. Even under an extreme adherence to the rules, Josh Fox's camera could have been confiscated or disabled without subjecting him to arrest. And while Fox, Josh Fox did ha- did not have formal capital credentials, such formalities are rarely enforced against high-profile capital journalists.
0: Capital credentials. Now tell me, there's not a state-run media. That's right. If the if the government gives. Credentials for people to cover it. Then it is licensing, and if it is licensing, then it is licensing certain organizations to be the state media, and others are not. That's right, because they can then lose those credentials if they don't, uh, you know, if they don't uh, follow the government's line the way they want them to.
1: Sure, temporary passes are easy to obtain, and if Republicans had objected on procedural grounds, they could have simply sent the crew to the front desk rather than ordering police to arrest journalists. The right to a free press is protected by the First Amendment. Documentary crews are almost never denied access to public meetings of elected government officials. Then they have some a bunch of updates. So this story happened uh, yesterday. Yeah. And they had some updates uh, to the story as more news came out. And uh, basically, I'm going to skip ahead. Fox had apparently, uh, Josh Fox had a, apparently a applied for credentialing the day before the hearing but had been unable to ob- obtain official permission to film he had asked a credentialed film crew so there's a crew that had the right piece of paper he asked them to take the proceedings on his behalf was informed that's not permitted and it goes on the story goes on the idea is that he's been rejected because of his political views so his, his slant nice so now
0: <laughs> yep oh is it man that's This the, is this is, a, this is how a republic crumbles people 8554503733 uh, am i am i going too far
6: Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, today at Amazon.com.
3: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Hey, there's a new host on the show tonight. <laughs> well, same old host. Right, but I'm here now and I wasn't before. It's Ian here with you. And JJ. And Mark. And uh, let's see. We'll take your calls about anything at eight five five four fifty 450 free That's the toll-free number, one 855 450 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features That we have there for you, Uh, those features are a myriad, and they're all for free over at freetalklive.com. So, uh, you guys have been talking, I was listening a little bit uh, before I came back in here, I was out at a city council meeting tonight, opposing the Bearcat, which is, uh, yes, it is much more intimidating in real life than that uh, sound <laughs> effect. It's uh, a, killing, a killing vehicle, basically, an attack uh, squad, kind of uh, a- APC, Armored Personnel Carrier. I like, to, I, th- I like to use the word assault
0: vehicle. It,
3: it actually does have the word "attack" in the acronym. When you yes. look at what Bearcat stands for, it, the, the word "attack" is in there. The last
0: "a." So one of your signs needs to be that. What the acronym for Bearcat is? Mark, you should do that. That's a great idea, <laughs> um, Kelly. Kelly
3: Voluntarist who uh, went to the TSA today. If I
0: did that, who would run the show? Somebody else could hold the sign,
3: Mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh so Kelly voluntarist was there with me, Derek J was there with me. It was a small crew that came out. But this wasn't the actual hearing where they're going to be having people speak about the Bearcat that's coming up next week. Uh but this was the intention this week was to just go out and be seen, you know, to to have the full city council see that there's some opposition to this thing. Sure. Uh so so hopefully next time around we'll we'll have more people out there. But just as an example of how just pathetic uh the attendance of these meetings is it's it's held in the same room as the council meeting, or excuse me, the uh, the courts, district court, and so the same chairs are set up for the audience as they would be in district. It's Not court. a very big room. No, it's not, and maybe there's like fifty fifty seats, maybe. I think that's a good good yeah. estimate. Um, and it, you know, if all the seats are filled, then there's usually st- people standing in the back. That's what happens during district court. They'll fill the whole they'll fill the whole room full of victims. <laughs> but at city council meetings,
0: they want as few people as possible watching their. Well, they Stuff. have it on
3: television, so you could say that more people can watch it without actually having to attend. But as far as people
0: attending, it's probably uh, the, the worst, worst viewed thing on the uh, local television station.:
3: It was atrocious. I walked in there uh, you know just about 10 minutes before the meeting started, and there was one guy, pretty much two guys sitting in, in the audience area, aside from city bureaucrats, like people that I didn't immediately recognize as working for the city, two people at this meeting. Mm. So, just
1: give you some idea of how participating doesn't that seem like a clubhouse at that point when when most of the people the show, club show sure. up work for the city in some capacity and and the only reason they're really showing up is because they might be asked uh, some sort of question from one of the mm-hmm. councilors about something relating to their bureaucracy. I mean, it sounds like a clubhouse for for the uh, the different classes of uh, our society.
3: Yep, and so they they you know moved the meeting or they they moved the bearcat issue to a committee. Which is the way they do things around here. If an issue comes up, it's it's sent to a committee of of city councilors, and then they'll look at that next week. So we'll tell you more about how that went. 855 uh, free. that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I'm coming in the middle of a conversation, though, about this uh, Josh Fox guy who was arrested, as I understand it, for videotaping at a public hearing. That's correct? right. There's
1: a public committee hearing at Capitol Hill for the House of Representatives mm-hmm. talking about the um – um. It's it's for the fracking. House sub yes House Subcommittee on Energy and Environment, and they were t- they were talking about fracking, and that was one of the things to be covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to this is a Huff, Huffington Post article, and according to video that they have, I I haven't actually watched it, but they have a little uh, description. It says that the ranking Democrat on the subcommittee can be heard at the end of the clip asking Republican Chairman Andy Harris to halt the arrest and permit Fox to film the public hearing.
0: What a surprise. Uh, something in, uh, reported in the, the HuffPo makes a Democrat look good. What sure. a surprise. Well, I've,
1: you know, that's the HuffPo. You have to get what slant you get. And so everyone understands what we're, we're talking about. Uh, that's what we do but, here on Free Talk Live is uh, we pretty
0: much have to take the, uh, you know, the, the slanted media on one side or the other.
1: Sure, sure. And uh, in, in the video, Harris can be heard denying Miller's request as Fox is escorted out of the hearing in handcuffs. Now, mm. I had, just before we went to we had to take a break, um we talked about how he at one point, let's see, I'm, I'm I'm just trying to get caught up here with my notes. But um he he tried to get another crew to film it. So he couldn't get the credentials. Mm. He tried to get another crew that already had credentials, already had the permission from the masters to film, and he tried to get them to film and they were denied as well because it was connected associated with him. And so Basically, so they're basically denying him because he has a
3: political viewpoint.
1: He, he wrote uh, he's this is the guy who did the documentary um, oh, dang it. Gasland. Gasland. That's right. So he talks. He's, he doesn't like the, the fracking. He doesn't like that sort of procurement of mm-hmm. natural gas. And he has spoken out against it. And clearly the Republicans or whoever's in that sort of power hungry position doesn't like his point of view and doesn't want him to film. And so they arrested him. You it's, may
0: not report. It's
3: pathetic. And I mean, it's, it's just awful.
1: It's discouraging when they're arresting people on Capitol Hill who wanted to be journalists and, and hold people accountable and show transparency. What does that say to the person going to their city council meeting to record or going to some small podunk town to record something, an interaction with a police officer? If, if, if the, the government, the state, can get away with throwing people in cages on Capitol Hill for this stuff, well, mm-hmm. then I guess that gives them permission to do it anywhere. If it's good on Capitol Hill, it's good anywhere. Oh man, don't give my ideas. But yeah. yeah,
3: you're right. I think that uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty intimidating this uh, this atmosphere for people in the press, independent media, essentially. If it were uh, CNN or Fox that had showed up to uh, to film, they probably would have no issue uh, getting in there. But somebody who wants to do his own thing, somebody who is, and I don't know what. You know, honestly, I don't know much about the fracking issue. I've heard different sides of it, uh, and I, it's, it's hard to have a comment on that. But all that aside, it shouldn't matter what his opinion on the matter is. He should be able to come
0: in there with his video camera and record it. Right. And I mean, to me, there's one, if, uh, you know, the point that I was making before you arrived, Ian, is if there's one place in America, in, in, a, in a free country, and, you mm-hmm. know, I'm putting, I'm using my, I'm making finger quotes when yeah. I do that, that, it should be the people's house of the legislative body, uh, a committee. You should be able to go in. Anybody should be able to walk in with a camera, especially yeah. press, press credentials. But well, you know, whatever, walk in with a camera set up quietly and unobtrusively record. Now, I mean, if you're if you're in here your, with your camera sticking it in everybody's face, running all over the place, I get it. Right. If you were wearing a clown suit and you know, you're causing all kinds of problems, uh, you know, I get it. But but
3: if you're quietly recording the proceedings yeah then... if you've got a
0: couple of cameras if you've got a few people set up with a few cameras in different corners just getting different shots then there's no reason at all the claim wasn't even that these people were being disruptive that wasn't no. the claim the because claim is you haven't got the piece of paper that we pass out right. really you need to have credentials to film in a country that has freedom of the press the government is now licensing you know this is a state run yep, media
1: exactly
3: Let's go to you and your thoughts. Bill is listening in Indy to WXNT. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live, at the end. JJ and Mark.
2: Hey, guys. Um, thanks for taking the call. Sure, Bill. Go ahead uh, with your thoughts. Uh, thanks, guys. I, I listen frequently, and it's I, I just we talk about the media's plan, and just to listen to you talk, we don't know, and you brought up a really valid point that I agree with. If he sits quietly, if he had gone through the proper process, and there is a process.
3: There's why do you have to, to, to go through a proper well, actually, why do you have to go through a process? Okay, wait, wait,
2: can I finish the point, please? I yeah. listened to you guys, you guys did a great job. So there's a process. you want a driver's license? Learn to drive, take the test, register, get a license. You're now registered as a qualified user of a vehicle on the roads. They do have to do that. If nothing else who's coming into the
0: building and who's videotaping it? And not all meetings Who cares? Can report it. Wait, you can, well, anybody can, wait, 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 who could have, wait, No, no, before you go on, there's an important. You have staff planning meetings. Anybody could go staff, in. Where wait, any know? member of the public can go in. This is about cameras. Yeah, the, the, so right, it's guess what the other crew could do because they went to the process and got a certificate.
3: No, no, screen.
1: actually, no, the other crew, actually not. you're mistaken, no. sir. The, the other crew that uh, I'm, did. I'm,
2: I'm, I haven't even read the story. I'm listening to what
4: you're
1: telling okay, me. Okay, so let me let me explain this. Let me reiterate. Hold on, if you could stop talking for a moment. you misunderstood. Yes, I he got another crew that had already gotten credentials and then he asked them to record on his behalf and they were rejected. Right. So they already okay, had so the piece already- of paper that you are talking about. They had already gone through their procedure. And they were rejected. So, sir, what do you have to say to that? I'll
3: tell you what. I'll let you stick around, Bill. Hang on. We'll come back to you in a moment. There's
0: a process eight. until we don't like the process anymore. In which case, we can undo the process we'll because we have arbitrarily changed
3: the rules. Right? It's our process, right. and we're I in charge. You of it. could
0: kill somebody in there without camera, right? That's eight. why we have driver's licenses.
3: <laughs> toll free numbers eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control. Just beg for permission, and then you can have your free press, right? Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 855 450 free is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. Listening options are available. I was uh, listening via our broadband stream on the TuneIn app uh, on the way into the studio here tonight as I was out and about at a city council meeting. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned into either our broadband, mid-band, or narrowband slash dial-up streams all for free. Uh, you can get the latest episode of Free Talk Live around the clock that way, plus a list of over 100 great radio stations airing the show throughout the week at various different times. Our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our KU Band Free-to-Air channel. The webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance all over at listen.freetalklive.com. Coming up here in just a few weeks, the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. It's happening February 23rd through the 26th. If you're getting tired of all the tyranny happening around this country, maybe in uh, the place in which you live or in D.C. or wherever... Get together with other people who care about it. Get together with other people who are willing to do something about it. I can tell you that at the city council meeting tonight, the 100% of the people that had come out to oppose the Bearcat, this militarized armored personnel attack vehicle, were free staters. 100% of them. Uh, It
0: just shows people aren't involved in their government.
3: No, people are not involved at all. It's not their
0: government. They aren't involved in the government.
3: Right. And so you have to get together with other people who are of a like mindset, who are willing to take action, who are willing to take a risk. And do something to achieve liberty in our lifetime. The Liberty Forum is going to showcase that. Uh, it's going to have great speakers who love freedom and talking on a variety of topics. Everything from ph- photography is not a crime, like uh, Carlos Miller, the uh, infamous blogger. He will be in attendance. Uh, Jody Emery from Cannabis Culture Magazine will be there. And a number of other great folks, including Peter Schiff, Prax Girl, John Bush from uh, Austin, Texas's Freedom Movement. And so many uh, more. I can't name them all here, but you can go to freestateproject.org slash liberty forum and learn about all the speakers there. Get the schedule. It's going to be a four day event. So it's uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Come up for as much of it as you possibly can. If you can't make the whole thing, you can only come Saturday and Sunday. It's still worth the trip. So uh, come on up, spend the weekend in a hotel with hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, and get to know some of these people who could very well be your neighbors in the future if you decide to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum, and you can use our discount code FTL2012 to sign up at a 10% discount. freestateproject.org slash libertyforum, discount code ftl Twenty twelve, And Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live from the event. Now, I had invited Bill from Indy to hold on because you you heard him saying, you you, let me talk. I need to talk to you. Well, I was happy to hold him through the break and let him talk some more here. But he dropped off the line. Uh, So let's recap basically what Bill was saying. He's talking about this situation where the filmmaker was arrested. Was it? Yesterday or today? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay. okay. Yesterday Not he was arrested in uh, D.C. at a public, open to the public, ostensibly, House committee meeting. Right, where
0: anybody can walk in without any kind of license. Or maybe you have to give your name at the door. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: And he was arrested for basically being the media.
1: And, and just to clarify, uh, just to give a brief recap for all the listeners, he, he walked in. He tried to he tried to go through the proper channels. The proper channel, being the chairman, didn't get back to him. He oh, came what do you in, know? He came in to film, and and in in that sort of situation, policies are in place where at most he would have had his camera confiscated or disabled, and he could have remained there and not been arrested. In fact, the fact that he was arrested. Throws this into it, extraordinary conditions. This
0: is a departure from their sort of written rules. Yes. And I would have loved to have talked to Bill because I kind of feel like he had an Me agenda. Too. I mean, I,
3: I... Well, Bill was one of those folks that uh, is of the mindset of, well, whatever hoops the government puts up for you to jump through, it's fine. You right. should just do whatever they say and then you can record if, whatever if they If you want.
0: can have this kind of licensing, and that's what I'm going to call this. I mean, essentially, you're being licensed uh, uh, to be able to record in what is a public meeting, open to the public just in a... Three countries where they have freedom of the press. Um, and, you know, uh, he he didn't give them much time to respond. But let's point out that another group that he was affiliated with did get the pass and they were able to film and then they stopped them from being able to film because of their political persuasions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, this is the stifling of thought. This is how governments work. This is the republic swirling around the toilet bowl.
3: If you can't have a recording device in there, it might as well be a closed session. If the only people who are allowed to experience that are the people who came to attend it and mm-hmm. everyone else in this country, the other you know 300 million people are completely obscure, you know they're completely shut off from it then it's not a public session right. it's a clo- might as well be behind closed doors
0: This isn't the country that was set up 200 and something years ago where people rode around on a horseback and, and the town crier came out I mean sure. everybody's got a cell phone and you should your your public officials should be accountable to you
1: of all yeah of all the places that you would expect the free press to exist in this country you'd expect it to be Capitol Hill. I mean, with all the decisions they make, especially that the fact that this was a committee meeting. It wasn't even a full meeting in the House. It was just a small committee meeting in one room of this other building. It's just... It's absurd. they'll call
0: l- me conspiratorial, but I think Bill was in the fracking industry. I feel like this is what this is about. Like, I hate. The, I will call you conspiratorial. I, I just that. that's completely I, you know, out of left field. W- w- what in the world would somebody say that for? Because Who they're obedient.
3: Say- they, they, they might hate been, half post. That's not obedience, no, they've dude. Been, they've that's, been trained. <laughs> that's the they've act. been they've been trained to be obedient. It's a common refrain that if well, the government you can says pr- you need
0: a license to have a kid, should you do it? If the government they, says you yeah. don't have a license
3: to breathe air, people will say, will uh, will take sides with that if it's been that way for a little while they'll say the same thing about protests well if you don't have a permit to protest then you can't you can't just expect to be able to assemble in public and protest you've got there's a process you can go through the process why, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you a good, obedient American like me? If there's a process, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to pay the fee, and I'm going to fill out the forms, and I'm going to ask permission. Because that's what my betters tell me I should
0: do. It's, it's a very, It's a very pathetic, obedient uh, style of uh, of living. Right. From a group of people that fought and, and died for freedoms that they felt that they didn't have from a king. Uh, that to, to then give them over piecemeal, one by one, with a besance on their knees. That's what's happening new to a new sort of collective king in fact it 's pathetic
1: we talked earlier. Uh, a previous story was about uh, the voting machines and how mm-hmm. bra- based on these the Princeton and this other university uh, professor they hacked into it, and basically they 're saying it 's face based uh, faith based voting at this mm-hmm. point because you can 't prove anything with these machines there's no tra- right. there's they, no evidence they
0: showed on fox tv on live television how the diebold machines can be hacked nice. now, this company bought the diebold machines yep. then they had this other uh form sequoia. the sequoia machine they hacked it they had it has seals on it to prevent it from being tampered with they they you know they hacked it without breaking the seals and <laughs> put pac-man on it uh-huh. yep. okay right like you know that
3: would give me a reason to vote
0: it's crazy and then people say you've got to be involved you we have got to vote. Right. I mean, the whole foundation, the, the very foundation of this country is voting and it's been undermined. Yeah. It's, it's gone. You know, and I don't know people what to say still go through
3: the motions. Oh. Well, I, t- I, I know what to say. I
0: don't mind going through the motions. That doesn't bother me. But, you know, at, but to some it, extent, does it matter? Going through the motions. Gives credence to the idea that uh, that voting matters. That's
3: what I'm saying. Why bother? Why bother anymore? I mean, if you've got the electronic voting, I can understand going if if it's a vote that can actually be counted visibly, like in the old days, they would actually count them, and there could be people there to watch them count them. Well, that's right, all gone here now. in
1: Keene. There's a, there's an actual paper ballot with a right. mark on it where you don't get that with a touch screen voting system.
0: I consider that superior, but just because it gets counted in one location doesn't mean that it ends up that the count ends up correct in the next location because then they call.
3: There is fraud. I mean, no no doubt. I mean, there's always the potential for fraud, but certainly the electronic voting machines increase that potential. But anyway, what we're talking about here, this whole general theme, right, is that uh, things aren't what you think they are. I mean, if you if you were raised to believe that uh, this is a free country and there's free press and that uh, voting is uh, it makes sense and voting (laughs) works,
0: we've just completely undermined all of that. Right. And if you don't vote, you can't complain. You know, I mean, I I would suggest that if, if you're voting, you know, you're you're being duped.
3: Right. And of course, even if your vote does count, usually you're voting for a scumbag versus another scumbag. So, I mean, it's just it's just an awful situation. And it, there is no time but the present to start talking about secession at the city council meeting tonight. Derek J had a sign that referenced uh, secession. And it was also anti bearcat, which was what we were there for this uh, this tank thing that they want to get the police. The federal government is going to buy for the police department. Uh, in this, t- by the way, Keene is a population of about twenty three, twenty four thousand people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone has determined that
1: Keene, New Hampshire, needs a bearcat. Well, actually, um,
3: the
0: federal government.
1: They, yeah, the, the federal the, government. If you go to their website, they actually have this form that says, "Do you think your city needs it here?" Fill out this form oh. and petition. You know, it basically fast tracks the idea of getting this bear cat into the city. And so, and so the the city right police the department, the city anyone. police department filled that out. Sure, anyone mm-hmm. could fill it
3: out. Anyone. Oh, I see. One eight five five. So that was a Homeland Security Forum
1: on their site. Yeah, on the Bar- on Lenco's site, the actual uh, manufacturer's site.
3: 1-855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. So what can you do about all this? Well, you can join together with other people that actually give a damn and are willing to do something. Freestateproject.org. If you've got a better idea, I'd love to hear it. I'm always interested in other solutions. As far as I'm concerned, that's the only one worth your time. Hour 3 is next. 855-453. You take control. This is Free Talk
0: Live. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved. For $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com
3: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything that you want. The number... That's 1-855-450-3733. As we launch here into the third hour, it's in with you. JJ and Mark. Inviting you over to our website at freetalklive.com. Do head on over there, get interactive uh, in various different ways. You can actually control the content of the site. You find something online that you think's interesting, just submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com, and then other listeners will get to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is that you've suggested. Uh, so head on over again to uh, Freetalklive.com and you can get interactive there. We go to the phones and to the fun with your thoughts. Nike is on the line in Chicago. Nike, you're on Free Talk Live. Someone in Chicago, maybe it's Mike.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Nico, it's my
3: Ni- name's Nico. Nico. Okay, so the uh, the yeah. board op got it wrong. Anyway, ap- apologies. Go ahead, Nico.
4: Um, it's okay. Um, I, I kind of wanted to. Um, I'm I'm a libertarian, but I sometimes like to ask questions, and but I kind of wanted to talk about um, capitalism a little bit. And I was kind of kind of wondering if the free market was completely, for sure, the best option. And do we know this for sure? Um,
0: we don't know this for sure. Started... We we don't know this for sure. We'd have to try it to find out.
4: Yeah. Well, I guess my thing is, is you know, I wonder is having uh, organizations who are competing against each other in sort of a you know you against me type of market is that better than having you know, people working together to better everybody's lives.
0: Where is that happening?
4: Um, well, nowhere. And I'm not I'm not saying that anything, because I, obviously I don't like the system that we live in. And I, I'm more of a libertarian because I don't believe in the monopoly of force. Um, but I don't necessarily want to just say, well, I have a principled stand against something, so it's not necessarily the best option for people. Um, and, I mean, just to say that libertarianism is, Good because nothing else works is kind of a fallacy. So I, I'm just trying to figure out is this necessarily the best option? And I mean, are there any well, problems?
3: Well, okay, first of all, the free market doesn't prohibit cooperation. I mean, the free market is just openness of whatever you want to have happen happens. And there's no violent uh, criminal gang around to, you know, put a stop to it. I mean, that's essentially we don't have a free market right now because the government people are out there and they will violently put you in a cage if you break their arbitrary rules. So there's no reason why you couldn't cooperate with other people rather than compete with them. It's just that in in a free market, some people who are cooperating may end up coming to an impasse uh, where they can no longer agree on how to cooperate cooperate, and they may decide to separate their ways. So, for instance, uh, JJ, you operate Freekeen TV. Uh, you can go to tv.freekeen.com to see those episodes. But if uh, if somebody was on your show that uh, was, and you're in charge of it, basically. You created the, the program, and you sure. produce it every week, and you come up with the scripts, and you're doing a lot of work. Uh, so if somebody somebody on your crew said, well, I don't agree with the way you're doing this, you could talk about the disagreement. You could discuss it. You could try to come to some sort of a compromise if you valued that person's Input enough, Certainly. but ultimately it may come to a disagreement which is completely, you know, uns- insurmountable. And at that point, it would make sense for you to go your separate ways. For you to tell that person, well, you know, if you can't agree with this particular viewpoint, that's all right. You can have your own show. Go ahead and start your own show. We don't need, you know, we'd like your help here, but if you don't want to get in line with the way we're going with things, then take your own direction. Go off in your own direction. So cooperation works until it doesn't work anymore, right?
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I, I like the free market is because I don't believe in, in a one-size-fits-all sort of mentality. Um, I guess my concerns are, is in one, in the free market, how do you prevent um, economies from continually growing to the point where we're kind of almost extorting natural resources to the point where we just don't care anymore? And two, what is to prevent people from competing for a monopoly of force when
3: you don't All have? Right, hold a off on number two. Let's. We'll ask you about number two again regarding natural resources. I right. think if,
0: if enough people didn't care about something, you're right, that thing wouldn't occur. Like currently in today's society, we do not have um, in place the infrastructure to repel a Martian invasion because enough people don't care about it. Some people care about it, but not enough of them. Um, so in a free market, if enough people cared about something to be able to to, to get together and protect certain lands um, from pollution and that kind of thing, then you'd have that. And frankly, you need fewer people in a free market to get together to do something, and you do in, a, um, you know, in the system we have today. The government, who is tasked with protecting lands, decides whether or not we're going to drill an anwar, whether or not we're going to run a, uh, you know, a pipeline through sensitive areas. And they
3: frequently will decide in the favor of
0: the big corporations. They'll do whatever's convenient at the time. But I don't
3: know about you, but I've noticed that uh, recently the whole green thing's become pretty popular, and so I don't think that there's any real worry that people in the marketplace wouldn't be interested in protecting the environment because you see all these companies – uh, that are marketing things as green. The reason they're doing that is because they want your business, and they feel like the marketplace is saying, "Hey, we want things that you know, we want products and services that take
1: uh, ecology into mind." I think the the golden point of the free market is there's so many different ways to achieve so many different goals, and the same goals. So let's say you wanted to protect the resources in your area, you and a whole bunch of other people that have that same value system could form some sort of uh, co-op or or structured organization, and you could buy it, and you could say, "Well, guess what? No, none of these resources are getting used by anyone. It's all going to be just forest or all whatever it is naturally." Yeah. But the thing that that is key about a free market is the startup, is the beginning. And starting a business, starting your own sort of enterprise is so easy. There's not the regulations and the licensing and all the fees and all the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the inspections and all those sorts hoops. of hoops you hoops have to jump drives. through. And you don't have to, you know, what it all depends upon is your innovative ability and your ability to convince people to buy your product. And those who are most convincing will have the most sales. And it really comes down to who offers the best product and service. Now, a monopoly can occur. If you provide uh, an amazing product that makes so many people happy and they tell others about it and the others buy your product and they're happy too, well, there's there's uh, there's nothing wrong with you having a monopoly if you're providing these people with exactly what they want at the price they're willing to pay. Which is
3: pretty unlikely. It is unlikely. Because eventually someone else is going to come along and offer something different or more innovative or whatever. They're going to see that uh, you really would have to offer the perfect product at the perfect price and have no one dissatisfied in order to have that sort of a natural monopoly or whatever you want to call that. But it's certainly not the coercive style monopoly that we're used to today where the government foists, say, one power company down on everybody. I can't start a competing power company. It's just it's regulated out of business. Let's talk about
0: computers. I mean, when you're talking about when people think about monopolies, one of the first things they think about is. Microsoft.
3: Which is nonsense.
0: Well, it's not, it's not a monopoly, but look at um, its market share has diminished over the past decade. Yeah, Apple has, uh, you know, pe- people are saying Apple is the best way to go. It doesn't get viruses or whatever it is that they say. If you're yeah.
3: looking to edit video, from what I've seen, Apple's a pretty good choice. If you're Audio, looking to do business stuff, Unix
0: of- or Linux is uh, is a good choice. Sure, and th- they've got Ubuntu and uh, the adherents to, right. to that are as zealous as they could possibly be. But no one be. has
3: to ask permission to create a new operating system. No one has to jump there's no government operating system approval board. If you want to go ahead and it's, program a new operating system, you just do it and you get it out there.
0: But but in in today's society, I believe that Microsoft is the closest to a natural monopoly. Even though natural monopolies cannot exist, it's the closest thing to a natural monopoly and it's what one of the things that people are concerned about.
4: I mean, I like the free market. Don't get me wrong. And right now I feel like it's the best option. You know, I I greatly support the Free State Project and everything you guys are doing, and I really do. I guess my main concern with the free market is I feel like a lot of people kind of act in in ways that serve their self-interest. And I'm not talking about big corporations, because big corporations can't exist without, you know, little people. But I'm talking about, you know, everyday people. I mean, one of the reasons Apple is so big is because they're, their prices are, I mean, they're a little higher, but they're not it, outrageous because a lot of their work is done in in shops and stuff like that. that well, first
3: of all, are... you're absolutely correct. Okay, well, that Apple's
0: people... uh, work isn't any different than any other computer company's work. Well, uh, for...
4: I'm not blaming it on Apple, but what I'm saying is... Well, hold a lot that of
3: thought. Play... We can come back to you here in a moment, but I, you're okay. right. I'm just saying people... it's an even playing field. Then. People do have uh, their own self-interest in mind when they make decisions, and boy, thank goodness, if you didn't, you might starve. Uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. you got to take care of yourself first before you can help others, right? 1-855-450-3733. We'll talk more about it here with Nico in a moment. You can also take control, bring up anything. It is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do dial into the toll free number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1 855 450 3733 855 450 free. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. Go to freetalklive.com and you'll find the mobile site, by the way, is m.freetalklive.com. Quick access there to our live streams and podcast, m as in
0: mobile.freetalklive.com. Are you smoking on a cigarette right now? Did you just crush one out in the ashtray? How do your lungs feel? You could have an entirely different experience. I remember when I was a smoker and, you know, I'd be... I'd feel my lungs and I'd be saying, I don't feel healthy. I don't feel as healthy as I want to. E-cigarettes and the e-cigarette made by vaporsmiths.com is one of the best made e-cigarettes in the market today. E-cigarettes are significantly healthier for you. They don't contain the carcinogens that uh, the tobacco companies put in tobacco. Um, And they're significantly less costly and you can vaporize just about anywhere. You don't have to go out and stand out in the rain, but next to the dumpster at work any longer. Um, you can get forty cartomizers. Those are the uh, those are the things that contain the nicotine. They contain as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes for seventy dollars. You know you can't get forty packs of cigarettes for seventy bucks, so you can buy those forty cartomizers. They'll give you a free starter kit that has two e-cigarettes and a charger. You can get it in whatever flavor you want: uh, Reds, Turkish, Classics, Menthol, Cloves. And then, uh, you know, food flavors—cherry, vanilla, strawberry, whatever you want. Uh, the The vapors, the Vaporsmith's vaporizer has a has a larger booster in it that uh, allows you to get a good pull, so that you have a satisfying experience when you uh, vaporize from it. Just go to VaporSmith.com. Use coupon code FTL when you buy forty cardamizers, You'll get a free starter kit and free shipping. <laughs> what better deal could you possibly want? Coupon code FTL. Vaporsmiths.com, or you can call 855-2-GET-VAPOR. It's 855-2-GET-VAPOR. It's a toll-free call. Use uh, Mention Free Talk Live. Get the free starter kit. Get free shipping at 855-2-GET-VAPOR, Vaporsmiths.com.
3: We've got Nico on the line in Chicago. Uh, he's got some good issues that he's bringing up here. Good discussion, I think, thus far about the, the free marketplace and some questions about human nature. Uh, now, Nico, you, are you there with us? You had mentioned a moment ago that it's your observation that people are very concerned with themselves and that uh, that brings you some level of concern about the idea of a free marketplace. And and I thought it was important to uh, to address that um, because you're absolutely right. I mean, people are very interested in themselves. If you ever want to uh, to. You know put this to a test all you have to do is talk to somebody you don't know and ask them questions about themselves and they will happily tell you everything that they want you to know about often. them often yeah uh it's 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 just the way people are and it's except it's you know it's expected that if you are interested in only yourself well that you wouldn't be interested in someone else but that's not true you can be interested in other people because you realize that you live in a social world, and that if you don't help others get what they want, then you're ultimately not going to get what you want. So, for instance, I uh, moved here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and I've been been—I've gone to more trials than I can possibly count. Um, it's not because I like going to trials. It's because I know that if I don't support other people in their act- activism efforts, how could I ever expect anyone to support me in mine? And so even though we are interested in ourselves, ultimately we're very social animals and we have to be interested in the well-being of other people as well so we can take care of ourselves. Does that make any sense?
4: I mean, it makes sense. Um, But it's a natural human um, desire to always want more. And when you have more, then you want more than that. And so, like, every year, people want the newest thing, the biggest thing, the fastest thing. And, you know, sometimes we'll take the, the newest, biggest, fastest thing for a cheap price, at the expense of, you know, outsourcing those jobs to places where working conditions aren't good or, you know. Okay,
0: Uh, I I get your concern here, but to understand places where working conditions aren't good, you need to look at it not from – United States in 2012, but take a look at it from this country at its birth in the ni- in the 18th century. I mean, many of these countries are coming out, uh, you know, they're, they're, we're all on different timelines here. Just because you've got a car and a toilet and all those other things doesn't mean that those people who are living on the farms in China or wherever have those things. So if you don't put those people to work in conditions that you would find abhorrent, but our forefathers would have found frank, frankly palatial, um, then you don 't give them the opportunity to get off those dirt farms. This is the defense for sweat excuse me for sweatshops, and I will often state it because I think it's very important just because they have conditions and i don't know what a sweatshop is like you know like what that draws up in everybody's mind but just cuz they have 12 hour work weeks 6 days a week in a place that doesn't have air conditioning and you know they don't get enough breaks or whatever it is that that a sweatshop might be that if you you know you call in sick too often you get fired those people otherwise the reason that they take those crappy conditions is it because somebody's holding a gun to their head it's just the opposite. It's because they have the freedom to go back home to the farm where they can scratch a living out of the earth with homemade wooden implements. They see it
3: as a step up. Now, that's it not is to a say- step up. Now, that's not to say that you can't have a positive effect on those folks. Like, for instance, sure, if- buy the products. Well, no, no, no. But what I mean is, like, they'll look and people who are very curious about other working conditions around the world will investigate corporations and they'll find out, well, who are your suppliers? And they'll go and they'll go and check out the suppliers and they'll look at the conditions in which uh, those folks are working and they'll come back to, say, Walmart or Target and they'll say, hey, did you realize that, you know, these people are working under these conditions? Can you do something about that? And in some cases, these companies, under the pressure of the marketplace, are willing to to increase the uh, the pay or increase the uh, the conditions you know to make them better for those workers but i think mark's point is ultimately... But then
0: when they do that they often create cartels among those workers that then you know they'll they'll work through nepotism their sons and daughters and their friends and family will get jobs there they'll keep out and exclude other groups who will then have to work in other conditions this is what often happens with say free trade the, the fair trade coffee well i mean yeah there's some farms that produce fair trade coffee but there are other farms that they- then don't. What? What if I work on one of the ones that doesn't, but I want to upgrade to the ones that do? I can't get in there.
4: I, I mean, I guess all I'm saying, because you know, I don't know how great the whole sweatshop example is. is, is for example, um, I, you know, I'm not really a, an avid uh, opponent of Walmart or whatever. You know, I like Walmart. It's a nice place to go. There are a lot of people who don't like Walmart because it puts a lot of people out of business who then have to go to work for Walmart at lower wages and things like that. Um, And, I mean, I understand their concern, but what I don't understand is these people will say, we don't want Walmart in this town, you know, it puts people out of business, but then when Walmart comes into town, they will shop at Walmart because it has cheaper prices. Well, they're hypocrites.
3: Right. Right. uh, But but, but aside from that, I think it's kind of a myth that Walmart puts people out of business. If you can't compete then you go out of business. So for instance when I was uh, working at Kmart in the late 1990s, a Walmart did open up down the street and sure enough Kmart ended up going out of business. Hey, they couldn't compete with Walmart. That's the way things go. But there's uh, here in town there's a Walmart and they sell bicycles and just down the street from that Walmart is an independent bicycle shop called Andy's uh, Cycles and Andy's Cycles is doing just fine. Why? Well because they've got the expertise. They've got the service. Right. Uh, and they, they know what the hell they're doing. They're not just some guy in, like me in a smock uh, standing around trying to, oh, I don't know. Let me get you the parts manual or something like that. You know, there's just there's a big difference in service, and that makes a difference uh, for people. Nico, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, feel free to call back some other time with more questions and issues. Always good questions from, from that guy. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. talk live you can bring up what you want dial in toll free 855-450-3733 you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com enjoy the various features you will find there we give them away And those features include the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of the program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com and you can uh, see that there. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the shrine. Shrine
0: Shrine.freetalklive.com. If some kind of natural disaster occurs, you don't want to be relying on your neighbors to take care of your family. That would be, well... Pathetic and wrong. <laughs> you want to be prepared in that instance and even be able to help out your neighbors. Um, WiseFoodStorage.com makes it easy for you. They have pre prepared foods that are good, that have shelf lives of 25 years. They come in metal mylar pouches. You just add water, you can prepare it right in the pouch, can serve up to four people. They come in plastic. These metal mylar pouches come in plastic totes that you could stack up in your garage or uh, basement or cellar or wherever is convenient for you. And you can be ready. You'll have the assurance that when some kind of natural disaster occurs or, you know, food shortages, unemployment, inflation, whatever it might be, that your family is covered for whatever period of time. Some people want, you know, two weeks worth of food. Some people want two years worth of food. And you just don't know. You know, I mean, I I understand. I recommend wisefoodstorage.com. Get a free entree sample, test it out, see how you like it. All you have to do is go to wisefoodstorage.com. Right there at the top of the page, you can click on it, give them a little bit of information so they can ship it to you. Mention Free Talk Live. Or you can call 855-FOODWISE. It's 855-FOODWISE or wisefoodstorage.com. Then when you order, use coupon code FTL. Coupon code FTL will get you free shipping. This is bulky stuff, and you want free shipping. Wisefoodstorage.com, 855-FOODWISE.
3: To the phones, to the phone. Talk to Dan listening in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, to WNMT. Hello, Dan. You're on Free Talk Live with the NJJ and Mark. Talk. Talk Dan, listening, you got to turn down your radio if you don't. Dan, how you doing, buddy? Hey, did you turn that down? Yeah, I did. Cool. All right. Yeah, whenever you're on hold, always listen to the phone. That way, there's no confusion. Anyway, go ahead with your thoughts.
6: I would like to uh, say that I would like to, if Ron Paul and legalizing pot, it should be done. Period. What's that? Legalizing pot should be done.
3: Absolutely. That's
6: why I'm voting for Ron Paul.
3: Excellent. Gotcha. And it, not only that, but uh, decriminalizing everything should be done as well. Not only uh, pot, but all other drugs, prescription medications, uh, prostitution, gambling, guns, all of that stuff should be decriminalized. Don't you agree? Exactly. Yeah. You, you the man.
6: Yeah, this country is just, I tell you what, every day I go to work and I work hard, man, every day. Mm-hmm. I'm paying my taxes. All right.
0: You're paying their taxes. I just keep thinking
6: something is wrong here.
3: No doubt, man. No doubt. So, oh, uh, so, yeah. so. What if Ron Paul doesn't win? Then what?
6: You know what? I'm going to move to Canada.
3: Oh, go halfway. Go to New Hampshire.
6: Maybe I don't know. I got a buddy living out there in Rhode Island. And he thinks it's just as bad out there as it any, anywhere else. Rhode
0: Island it, is bad. It is just as bad in Rhode Island, As, it, as a matter of fact, it's is worse. It really? Rhode Island was actually yeah. excluded from the Free State Project's list of uh, was states. It really? It was because of corruption. That's hilarious, yeah.
3: right? Because it's the, one of the most corrupt states in the entire union, Rhode Island. Right. right. Well, so, I didn't know that because
6: I'm not from the East Coast, you guys. I'm out here in the middle of the woods, burning fire right now with firewood.
3: You know. You can do that in New Hampshire, too. I I, I heat my home with wood. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I used to split it all with hand, but I bought a splitter. Uh,
3: you know, I didn't know. I don't know how it went, but there were actually some hearings today. I unfortunately was not able to make it to them in New Hampshire at the state house. Uh, there was some drug, uh, de- or not drug, but uh, marijuana decriminalization sorts of hearings going on. There was a legalization one, I think, last week. There was a decriminalization one today. Was
6: there?
3: Yeah, yep. and there was actually a, There's nothing a hearing wrong on a, with
6: that. stuff. There's nothing wrong with that stuff at all. I go to work every day. Yeah, I smoke a little weed, but you know what? Who cares?
3: I heard you, brother. That there's millions of Americans you know, who agree with you and uh, are on yeah. board. And,
6: and it, you know what it does? It settles my stomach down, settles me down. I go into work and I'm mellow.
3: What kind of job cool. do you do? I don't know if you I'm want to tell us that to much. Say
6: that over the air. Yeah, okay. No, don't bother. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't have to. What do you think I do? Tell me what you think I do.
0: <laughs> uh, I, are you using you carve wooden dolls? Are I you mean, using what? heavy <laughs>
6: machinery? I am a car salesman.
0: Okay. Interesting. Well, you're probably not endangering any lives there. By uh, yeah, like I'm a safe...
6: actually a Cadillac car salesman. I sold oh, new probably. Cadillacs, and I'll tell you what, I, I shoot deer right right down my driveway. I shoot ducks out my front yard. I catch walleyes off my dock. And uh, I live off the land. I work hard every day, I pay my taxes. Give us a good used car salesman story. I, I st- What's that? Give us
3: a good used car salesman story.
0: doesn't sound used. Oh,
6: I sold two today.
0: I thought he said he was a used car no, salesman. No, he said he was a car salesman. Oh, okay. It's not the same thing.
6: So give, give me a good... No, se- I sold, I sold, I'm a new car salesman. Okay. Anyway, I work at a ship. You have, ship way, yeah.
0: you have just given what it that? all away, man. You have just given it
3: all away. But now, are there people at your workplace that know that you're a cannabis user? Or have you hidden it from them all? Um, Some of us do, some of us don't. right so you've you hidden know, it from the straight edge and, uh, ones but you know that there are other the guys salesmen that grew
6: up in the 70s they do and they still admit to it but yep. you know what i don't you know, i want to grow it here soon because it should be I wouldn't talk about like that like on William the radio like Nelson, if Willie I were Nelson you. believes in legalizing it <laughs> it. get this government out of the the rock
3: we're in dan i heard you, you man. Came man, off the
0: radio wait. before he thanks for the call yeah i don't
3: want you to trouble. get arrested dan <laughs> so we're gonna let you go you've given up way too much information about yourself and your intention to grow marijuana thank you for the call <laughs> 855-450-FREE that's the SACL cai toll free line yeah, it's I a love- big station wnmt there's a lot of people out there listening
0: i i love <laughs> i love people that are willing to be open and honest on the uh on the air and me too i'm just a little uh, scared. Yeah, well, he, he sounds
3: like the kind of guy I could get along with. Uh, no doubt about that. By the way, in other uh, New Hampshire activism kind of inside the system related news, there was another hearing today that uh, the, the proposal is to stop the DUI checkpoints. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I have no idea if it's going to go anywhere, but just to give you an example, of some of the things that are at least on the table to talk about, how many other states are people bringing up? Hey, let's let's cut out this whole DUI checkpoint thing. It's unconstitutional. It's wrong. Uh basically the the position of the person who submitted the legislation is this is completely illegal. Like you 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 aren't supposed to be doing this. It's not constitutional what you're doing. Uh you should You know the chief of police stop. came out for that oh, one. Oh, you did, you better believe they did. But I think it's interesting that these things are happening and that these issues are being discussed because I I, I consider it a pretty unique proposition. And We can make more of this happen here with more people moving to New Hampshire and getting active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. So, again, I'll throw out the question again. Is there anyone else with a better idea? Is there something else that would be more effective than concentrating activism in one area? Now, again, you could concentrate activism in different areas. You could say, well, you should concentrate it in Tennessee – Go ahead and try that. Let us know how it works out. We've been this doing this. This is pretty hard
0: to do. Right. Um, and a lot of work has been done up to this point. A
3: lot of work and money has been spent right. on marketing this Free State Project. You know, so, idea. wherever
0: your Free State Project idea is, is, uh, you know, it, I, I, you know, great idea. Good luck with it, but it probably isn't going to pan out. A lot of them haven't. But you asked for better ideas. And, I, th- you know, what that draws to mind is the Erickson Council, where these people are going to get together, build these boats that create their own power, grow their own food, and, um, the, you know, they have these stable plans platforms where they can, you know, tootle around the world and not have to worry about any particular government. It's a
3: neat idea and once there's a proof of concept for it, I think it'll be a little more
0: Absolutely. And that's the huge advantage the Free State Project has. Like, you can move here today right. and you will be surrounded by liberty activists that right. um, give me know,
3: something that's not out into the future give me something right. that's happening now
0: well you said a better idea and this and the, the erickson council is in fact an idea it is not a reality yet it may very well be by the end of the year i appreciate
3: i appreciate dreamers and i think the world needs to have so, uh, somebody dreamers. dreamed
0: up the free state project that's true
3: uh, although the Free State Project idea had been thought of prior to the Free State Project, it's not a new idea. Well, I, not I,
1: particularly. No. I, I can't see a better idea for physical. But I like what's happening on the internet with, like, let's say, the anonymous and and sort of individuals grouping together in the internet to do activism type uh, work. Yeah, but that's, whether that's it's been shown highlight- to be effective. Yeah, whether it's highlighting certain issues or or basically doing sit-ins at, at various. Websites.
3: Right. People doing things in a group makes a difference. Whether it's something like Anonymous or whether it's the people in Occupy Oakland crashing into the city council or the city building and (laughs) causing trouble there, Uh, I don't think that we're going to be approaching it from that perspective. I'm not sure. But it it does show that when you get numbers together, you can do things that heretofore have been impossible. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Time enough for your thoughts coming up here in the remaining moments, which are next. It is Free Talk Live. Live, moments remain, and enough time for you and your thoughts at 855-453. That's the SACL, CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com, and enjoy the features that we give to you there. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Head over to shop.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through the shopping links, you'll find at shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. It's that easy. You're n- normally shopping at Amazon anyway most likely. If you're online, if you've ever shopped online, odds are good you've gone through Amazon. So, you're getting the same great Amazon deals that you're used to, the huge selection, even used items, dozens of categories. You're just starting it through our affiliate link. So, therefore Free Talk Live gets a portion of Amazon's profits rather than them getting 100% of it. So, go and get your shopping done and help Free Talk Live at the same time. shop.freetalklive.com. So, 855 855- 453 is the number here. Now, we were talking about the Free State Project and it being a solution to achieving liberty in our lifetime. In fact, it's not pie in the sky. We're seeing it work. We're seeing a dozen Free Staters, so-called, been elected to the state representative seats here
0: in, in more than a dozen. New Hampshire. More than a dozen. Uh, and these are their 400 think even seats. More importantly, the Free State Project has ignited the liberty movement inside of New Hampshire that was already in existence. It get, bolstered them and gave them... Uh, Strength and right. the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, which is an organization that was uh, you know put together at least uh, you know in part by Free Staters, has endorsed more than a, like 125 state reps. And that means a quarter of the House in New Hampshire, a quarter of the lawmaking body, the, the, the people's lawmaking body in the state of New Hampshire is, uh, you know, the, the people are uh, liberty oriented.
3: Right. They're not principled necessarily. Those endorsements don't mean they're going to no. vote the right way every they're issue, 80, every time. They're
0: about 80 percent and up. But they're more likely to vote in favor of freedom than let. 80 percent is generally going to shrink the size of government rather than grow it from what I can tell.
3: Yeah, and you've seen, what was it, uh, this last budget they cut like 12% out or something like that from the state
0: budget? Is yeah, I think right? so. I can't remember what the number was, but they did, have, they did have a real success. And
3: of course, a lot of people scream and holler when these things happen. And as, uh, as I pointed out, when you start to threaten the status quo, the people who support the status quo start to get very loud and very upset about that, uh, whether it's to go and, and threaten, you know, DUI checkpoints and the police come out or talk about medical marijuana and the police come out and te- testify against it. In fact, former uh, cop Brad Jardis tells us that any time you have any kind of legislation that will change the status quo, the police will come out and testify against it because they love power and they oh, love enforcement. It's in their it.
1: self-interest to maintain the status quo.
3: Right. Oh, status quo means bigger government over time yeah. and more power and more money flowing to their departments. So it's no easy road even within the system to, uh, to change things. And Seth Cohn is someone who is, uh, you know is – we're familiar with Seth. He's a Free State Project participant. Mm-hmm. He got himself elected. I think it was 2010 when he was elected as a state representative. Swift
0: in the Republican tide, the, the Tea Party tide.
3: Seth Cohn has written a reply to somebody who is calling out the Free Staters in the State House. Now, this is the original letter that says the following. I'm writing to ask that my local representatives and their peers take back the house from the crazies. Every day, there's new nonsense floated from the far right. The free staters seem to be passing out the Kool-Aid. Magna Carta citations? Guns without registration? Guns on campuses? Return the dropout age of our high schools to 16? Let parents design custom curricula for their children?
0: It's sickening. Dear God, parents having some kind of say in what their children are taught. Wow, freedom. It's gross people Rest- being to protect themselves
3: restore common sense to the chamber the person says Seth responds to this, saying... Common
0: sense is that the government will grow and become more tyrannical. I I will agree with that much.
3: On behalf of the free staters in the House, all dozen or so of us, I don't think any of us possess Bengali-like powers to entrance a majority of the other 388 members of the House. I must clarify some things, he says. Number one, I don't consider myself far right being in favor of same-sex marriage, drug legalization, strong civil liberty stances, and other issues not commonly considered right at all. And while frequently smiling and a bit rotund, I promise never to break through walls to serve up Kool-Aid of any flavor, neither blue (laughs) nor red. Free staters don't even always agree with each other. Number two, the Magna Carta bills had no free stater sponsors. In fact, I privately said to one of the sponsors last week, you realize they'll call you a free stater now. In jest and voila, viola. He says, I voted to recommend to kill this bill, by the way, and as well in committee, just to be clear. Number three, New Hampshire does not have gun registration at all. We allow nearly anyone, even mere minutes in the state, to be handed a gun by anyone and to wear it proudly and visibly. No permit, no license, no training. That is current law. If you're referring to what is called by some constitutional carry, that is, no permit needed to carry concealed, have you ever been to Vermont? Vermont allows this right now and has for years. I don't read any tales about the vast crime waves or blood in the streets of Vermont. Do you? By the way, no free stater sponsors on that bill either. Four, as for guns on campuses, it was the intent of the sponsors to clarify what he is... He's
0: poning this dude. Again,
3: <laughs> already existing... He's probably,
0: he's never even going to read this response, but you know, whatever.
3: I believe it was an email that was sent to this person. Okay. Uh, anyway, as for guns on campuses, it was the intent of the sponsors to clarify what is again already existing law, that like to- that, like towns and cities now, campuses and other public venues do not have the authority to control firearms without the direct legislative authority to do so. But either way, again, no free stater sponsors on this bill. Number five, I believe you're referring to last year's uh, HB 429 that would be permitting a child of 16 years of age or older to withdraw from school with parental permission, which was killed in the Senate. Because just recently they had upped that to 18, like within the last couple of years that went to 18. It mm-hmm. was 16 and went up to 18. Uh, and he says, and once again, no free staters were sponsors of that bill. And finally, there's another bill, which despite having a single, despite having a single sponsor, you guessed it not a free stater, saw multiple revisions of its text, all seeking to restore parental rights guaranteed by multiple Supreme Court decisions going back to 1929, amended and worked on repeatedly, both the Senate and the House, by the combined efforts of many diverse individuals, including myself in early House activity, and finally, having been vetoed by the governor, requiring a supermajority to override and pass into law. Your description of the bill is incorrect. It allows, based on parental objection, for a parent to work with a school district and find a mutually agreeable replacement for which the parent... Will pay 100% of the costs. What exactly do you object to there if the parent has taken the time, energy, and the full cost to be involved in their child's education, and the school district has not only continued input but can object to any proposed alternatives as well? And so he goes on to, uh, to talk further about that. But I, I think it's interesting that he you know basically just demolishes all of the objections. Well, I
0: think the first and most important interesting part of this is who has ever written anything to their legislator and gotten a personalized response talking about what it is that they talked to? I mean, you know, usually you'll get this form response right. that says, Thanks for your input. Th- thank you for your concern no. on us dumping nuclear waste in the Mississippi River. I have uh, you know looked at both sides of this issue and decided it is the best course of action to dump as much nuclear waste in the mississippi river as possible right and here's why like they don't actually talk about anything that you've talked about
3: by the way this was a letter that was rep- uh, re- was not sent directly to seth it was sent to all of the new hampshire it was representatives a mass email so he responded to a mass email It wasn't even specifically uh directed toward him also in new hampshire when you want to get in touch with these people the represent- so-called representatives you can usually call them at home when you look at their information yeah, on the state a, website and it gives a phone number, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, that's going to be an office line at their home oh, it's or their actual just their, home yeah, number. Just their home number. Like I you'll mean, call that number and a kid will answer.
0: Well, my, usually it's uh, in my experience is it's the wife because uh, most of them tend to be older. Well, there but are men and women it on, the, uh, on the does happen on the just my experience is what you know largely that's that's what occurs.
3: Well, whoever's home is going to answer the phone. I've had every you know, I've had everyone in the household answer when I've when I've called these things. But so, most
0: wouldn't you agree most reps are older, so therefore they don't have kids. They may have grandchildren in the house for whatever reason, but
3: I don't know, Mark. I'm just telling you, I've had kids answer right. the phone. Okay. So the point is you can get in touch with these people, you can talk to them, you can influence them in the right direction. And indeed, they are being influenced, not only by people like Seth, who've actually been elected and are able to talk in front of these panels and these discussions, uh, but in, in other ways as well, like the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance that you mentioned, Mark, where they're giving out what they call the gold standard, which is a sheet of voting recommendations. Because these people don't know anything for the most part. They're uh, you know they're part-time legislators. Yep. They uh, It's $100 a year is what they get paid. They don't know what all the issues are, and they certainly don't know how to vote. So they get voting recommendations from the Democrats. The Democrats get voting recommendations from the Democrats or Republicans republicans get voting recommendations from the republicans but up here there's a third set of voting recommendations and that's the new hampshire liberty alliance where they hand out this these gold colored sheets with how you should vote if you want to vote in favor of liberty not a partisan thing but
0: a liberty voting recommendations also it it, it you know puts the line in the sand if you vote The other way, you're voting against liberty. Right, right.
1: I I like a lot of the interesting bills that have come up, too. I'm not saying that that any of them are going to be passing, but the no victim, no crime bill. Some of them are going to It's very interesting. There's
3: going to be speaking on that next week, if I'm not mistaken. And a lot of people are expected to go up and talk about that, uh, which would create what they call an affirmative defense. So you could use that in court, basically. You could say, hey, there's no victim. And that would be supposedly a reason enough for, to not be convicted. I don't know all the details on it, but again, we're just getting the ball rolling on this. This is already happening. We only have a 1,000 freestaters in New Hampshire.
0: It's less than a decade old.
3: Right. So uh, go on over to freestateproject.org. We'll see you tomorrow night. At freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keen is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at FreeKeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at FreeKeen.com. That's FreeKeen.com.